0: Crap. I forgot the other intro part. Whatever. I got to fix that. There was
1: another
0: one? We got to get new music, too. I keep forgetting to do that.
1: My God.
0: My bad. What's up, everyone? And welcome to the Pickup Line, where we talk candidly about sex, dating, relationships. And if you need any advice or want to talk about something under that umbrella, give us a call. 951-364-2430. I swear we don't bite uh today's topic is unless
1: you want us to
0: <laughs> as long as we have your consent yeah oh and by the way and my co-host is hannah vaughn sorry about no. that
1: no i'm yes
0: oh, sure wait what's with your the real ethan oh april fools
2: oh
1: fucking okay. fucking got you
2: oh <laughs> I don't think
1: anyone's in the mood for like jokes anymore.
0: Crap. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was me. Did you just pull up the stream?
0: Uh, Accidentally, I I normally have it on the side so I could watch the live chat. Uh, No worries.
1: I always pop out the chat so then it's not even, the video's not even up. Anyway, anyway, anyway. If you guys want to call in, sorry.
0: Don't, please.
1: if you guys want to call in for any reason regarding sex, love, dating, relationships, advice, you want to vent, or if you want to talk about the topic today that Ethan and I are going to be talking about between our calls, it's going to be the five love languages. You want to talk about your love language or want to find out how to find yours. Um, call in 951-364-2430. Yeah. What she said. And I'm Ethan
0: Michael with my lovely co-host, cool. Hannah Vaughn. April uh, April Fool's. Okay, so for one, I think people overdo the April Fool's jokes. It's like, okay, we get it. Um, you try to be funny, but most of the time it's not funny. It's the most unoriginal stuff. And this is where, Hannah, I'm a total comedy snob. So when I see, like, just poor attempts at comedy, I'm just like, that's, that's not comedy. <laughs>
1: My God, um, I mean, I what? I had to do something. I had a lot of ideas, but I like go too far kind of, but I think this is, we'll skip it this year. It's just one of those things where I don't think anyone's in the freaking mood to be jerked
0: around. I mean, maybe not.
1: They want to be jerked something else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, a- as I said in the, uh, the green room, Hannah, you look wonderful tonight.
1: Thank you. I had less time than I normally do. And it's like, always kind of turns out that way for some reason. (laughs) It's like when I'm like, (laughs) so maybe I just need to wait till the last minute every time. No, I ate a ahi tuna burger and wanted to take a nap so badly before the stream. So I kind of rushed.
0: But not because of an ahi tuna burger.
1: Yeah. Well, do you know your love language? I do. Want to go over the
0: five ones? I do, but also I would actually like to make an announcement. But I also, before we get off topic oh, sure. of what we were just talking about. Mm. Um, Kenneth Leonard made a very good point. That you know how everyone is skeptical of what they hear on April Fool's Day. He said, be that every day. Question <laughs> everything. And it's like, that's oh, it's really sound advice.
1: Trust no one. Fear no, bitch. Shh.
0: Um, we get to trust Hannah, no man
1: for you, no bitch, actually.
0: I don't know which one it is. I told Hannah, or Hannah told me, one of us, of, like about doing a prank for April Fools, and she brought one to me, and I'm like, I I, I can't do it because I'd feel like I was friggin' lying because I don't want to, like, we were going to come on and uh, pretend it was our last episode, um, and then I'm you like- You're
1: ruining it for next year. I,
0: I can't, yeah, right, but I just, I can't lie for a whole episode. Um
1: I would, like, just lie for, like, 30 seconds. Like, do this big announcement and then be like, April Fool's. (laughs) Just because, like, I don't. The worst part, I think, about pranking someone is leaving them with anxiety. Uh, For me, at least. I don't like to be pranked where I'm, like, uh, strung along with something that is going to stress me out. If you tell me immediately it's a joke, then I'll be like, "Haha, okay, that was good. You scared me for like a second. And then I can laugh about it. But if it gets dragged on and I have like the whole day to worry about it, I don't like it. Normally I just like hide somewhere with a clown mask, but some people don't like that either. I'll just be like, <laughs> April um,
0: Fool's, I, gotcha. You ready for the exciting announcement that is yeah. April Fool's? I... I'm coming to Austin, Texas next month. So oh, I yeah. Can see you and I can Wait, just see I thought- Thomas and Eric and Jenna. Like, this is going to be the coolest trip ever.
1: It's going to be great. Um, man, I thought maybe we'd surprise them, but no, you guys will get oh, to see. Oh. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're excited. I'm excited. No, no, I think everyone should be excited with us. Uh, yeah, I get to, uh, for those of you who don't know, I've never met Ethan before. We just have sick chemistry.
0: I, right. I, I man, that would have been so much better. Us doing like the pickup line together and then like, oh, hang on. And then I come across to your side of the camera because I'm right next to you. Like
1: they did you know, that on Talk Heathen. When, I know. Uh, yeah, and Heathen and cool. V announced them being together. Yeah. And no one would know because our backgrounds are pretty much the same. Just the lighting's yeah. different. So and uh mine's put together a little more uh uh yeah.
0: <laughs> you got a pro. I, Thomas, I
1: is, Thomas is very particular. Very particular. Hey, I quick question. Yes. Last week my mic wasn't coming through here. It was coming through. I should have done this before the show, but we're only seven minutes in. So you guys, we're not getting to the goods yet. Um can you hear that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just checking. We should have done that before, but that? okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Just had to blow you real quick. I'm sorry. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> April Fool's uh,
3: <laughs> The
1: Five, there's five love languages. And there what are. we mean by love languages is that people give and receive love in different ways. People expect to be loved certain ways or or feel loved in different ways. And a lot of it they say has to do with your childhood, which makes sense um this was specifically developed by dr gary chapman an author and a counselor and the five love languages are
0: so we'll start the first one word words of affirmation they are like spoken or written words that confirm support uplift and empathize another person in a positive manner for me those aren't always a good thing some really do you
1: think people are lying yeah i knew it (laughs)
0: So, uh, uh, like, for instance, to give you a perfect example, one that actually just grates me every time I hear it is when someone says, "I appreciate you." It's like, oh, it's just it's corporate buzzwordy huh. because I hear it all the time from these people that just like I I, I, I don't know, and it's like, well, I shouldn't say I don't know. I just well, you worked it. in a
1: you worked in a pretty schmoozy schmoozy like industry so maybe that has something to do with it
0: it could be i know some of the people do genuinely mean it because i do work with some fantastic people but well now yeah when i hear it it's just like no no thank you
1: huh i like crave that that's funny it's i don't think i don't think that's my love language i think i know what mine is but like the more i think about it and the more other people describe it like maybe it's not or at least maybe at one point it was and it's changing as I'm getting older and like realizing that the way I've accepted love before was not good. And I'm like realizing what actually matters to me. But if someone says they appreciate me, I, I like to be seen. I like to be appreciated, but I don't know if that's my, my love language. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I like particularly like when someone has said, said like, you're great. When I hear that, I'm just like, you're just, great i don't know no no i i i don't like it um mm-hmm. but yeah okay so moving on to the the next love language well got- really
1: quick i i want to yeah. add to that last one or what, what i want to kind of tag on to the end of these is like things to avoid when you find out that someone someone's love language is this not like when you find out like but like when you realize that's their love language um like uh, let's see, so words of affirmation, like things that would not be good, like like insults or low blows or saying things you don't mean, probably uh hit harder for these people who really take who like have a like think words mean a lot they really it's important to them.
0: I'm sorry, but this comment is hysterical. Theist says, my love language is leave me alone and go away." <laughs>
1: see like i have moments like that so it really kind of contradicts what i think my love language is (laughs) i think i'm giving it away that's really funny sometimes i'm just like no one touch me my love language is hand me a beer and say i'll be upstairs if you need me (laughs) (laughs) after a long day of like running around chasing children like i don't want to hear sometimes i don't even listen to music on my way home if it was like a particularly bad day which is like weird for me, so I think that's just it. I think it's just exhaustion. Want to move on to the next one?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, that is quality time, which I mean, I I don't. This is where I get confused with this one because are there people who don't want quality time? Because it's um, like a given. Like if you're in a relationship, you want quality time.
1: I think it's, yes, it matters to you, but that's not how you feel the most intimate with someone. Like, ah, like. Okay. so I think that quality time is my love language. When I'm doing an activity with someone, when I'm having a conversation with someone, um, like that's when I feel, I really like to interact and I really like to spend time, like undivided, not undivided attention. Like I don't really get jealous or like needy or anything. It can be, but, um, doing something with a partner like we're both doing this like going out and doing the same activity or sharing something just the two of us or you know when we're with a group of friends and like we're we're coupling up a little bit um i think that's mine but that like uh who who said well, my love language is leave me alone and go away sometimes that's what up. it is for me so so i don't know i'm figuring Probably it well. out
0: I would actually like to thank the viewers because since we've been doing this, Hannah, each, each week, particularly in the YouTube comments, we've had some really awesome people joining us every single week. And I just want to say thank you because you know, you know, doing this, you never know, nobody could show up granted. It would still be just as fun, I think. No, no, no. It wouldn't be just as fun, but it would still be. It would
1: be fun, Um, but no, you you guys make it so much better, and it's it. It really does, like from my perspective, feel really good to see names that I recognize when I look at the chat.
0: Same. It's it's almost like reaffirming in a way. Like cool. Like I'm not just some. Just creeping into the
1: void. Yeah. Right,
0: creeping into the void. Just another person. Blah blah. You know what I mean. You like me you really like me (laughs) that's yeah exactly like like for for me that's that's a big thing because that i was and i still am essentially always scared to be in the atheist community because they're so damn smart hannah yeah seriously it's like When you're an atheist YouTuber, it's the, you're expected to be qualified in, you know, science, biology, evolution, the Bible, uh, philosophy. And it's like, what? Like, No.
1: Well, a lot of the people I know in like this community either have unrelated degrees or not a degree, but what sets them apart is their dedication to learning um, and really... Diving deep into a topic that they may have known nothing about before and really doing their research and doing good research and actually considering the sources where they're finding things and immersing themselves in in, uh, topics to understand things that they didn't before. That's what really impresses me because, um, you know, like I'm a dropout. So that always inspires me. I'm like, I could have done something completely different or nothing at all, but that doesn't mean you can't do something now, you know?
0: And I hope that me, made sense.
1: That was a really weird thing I just said. <laughs>
0: no, I, I mean. And for, for me, yeah. uh, like learning has uh, always been very difficult because this, this thing, man, it'll be like, I'll be trying to read this thing right here. And it's just like, Nope, Nope. Going out the window. It's so incredibly difficult at times.
1: What's also really interesting is that now I'm surrounded by people who are also neurodivergent. So while they're so driven, they also totally get it, um, and like try so hard in spite of that. You know, it's really cool. It's just really inspiring. I mean, is. Thomas is all over the place. He's all
0: over the place, but he yeah, so know. knowledgeable. I would be like, dude, if I was in a relationship with Thomas, it would be like not the sex I was looking too forward to, but all the endless things like thomas just talk to me i just want to hear everything that's in there
1: yeah it gets old no (laughs) (laughs) no i adore that man i like that i can be like something stupid how does water work and you'd be like well and then give me a ted talk and sometimes i have to be like okay babe i wanted like the cliff notes version (laughs) because like sometimes my brain just can't take it
0: Uh, Uh, sex
1: is also good too for this one. Well,
0: good. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. Um, and now you made me lose my train of thought.
1: Yeah. We're like, wrink and boink. So quality <laughs> time, things that yes. are not fun for people who like quality time are uh, bailing on plans, um, not following through with commitments and things like that.
0: Okay. So that is-
1: Or, actually- sorry, had to finish the thought. Or- being on like your phone when you're
0: with them or not paying attention. That's something I need to improve on um, because I have been on my phone a lot. But um, one thing I have noticed, like I have no problem giving as much time as necessary to, to friends, family, when, when they need help or like anything just, but the second, like I feel my time's wasted. I'm just, I'm done. Like I, I don't really forgive that. Additionally, though, what where I was going with that is like, for instance, like in meeting up with people, if some like I used to be a late person and looking back,
1: <clears throat> what remember when you started a stream from your car?
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I started a stream from my car one time, but to be fair, Hannah. I have done this like multiple times a week for a very long time. I'd say that's a pretty good track record. Um,
1: It's, yeah, it's not a, you don't make a habit of it. That's, it's okay. I'm just going to hold that over your head for a long time. But okay, that's good. So you used to be, you know, not a very punctual person and you've gotten better at that.
0: Good. To the point, like, dude, if somebody's like late or last minute just blows something off, in my mind, I'm just like, okay, that person doesn't like respect me there uh, so much of my time was already wasted in terms of like everything I went through in the past and just being miserable so now it's like I view my time as limited so I I want my time to be respected and if I'm giving it to you it's the most valuable thing I have like there is to me nothing more valuable than my time
1: Mm. I didn't mean to laugh at that It's just, you know what made me, What you made me think of Is like, people who have ADHD Once they have a plan, they're like, cool I have something I have to do at 4 o'clock in the afternoon That means I cannot do anything else until 4 o'clock In the afternoon <laughs> Mike, you're like Okay, it's time to go
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get that Yeah You're um, trying to
1: start something and you're like, I can't Because I have something happening soon And it's like, you have plenty of time I, I can't
0: <laughs> nope, nope, we'll, we'll we'll do this the the plan we have at four p m,
1: yeah, that is the um, that is the thing that you will do today. You'll try to start other things and you won't do any of it, but you will definitely do the thing that you say. We're gonna plan out for at four p m
0: yeah Go ahead. Uh from a meet Matthew, thanks for the super chat. Uh, is it weird if I don't know what my love language is since I haven't been in many relationships, I feel like I'm lacking experience. So, Uh, You could be lacking experience, but like for me, I didn't find out my love language until recent years. Now, looking back, now that I have more information and I guess more experience, I, I should have known what my love language was. But it wasn't until recently when I actually learned what love languages were that I had to start thinking about it and realizing like what brings me closer to someone. And mine is totally physical touch. I knew it. Um, I'm skipping ahead. We'll we'll save that. That's the last one. We've still got to get. Oh, it's
1: third on my list that I have
0: up. Oh, okay. Then we'll do it now. Physical touch. You want to talk about
1: physical touch?
0: Like, if I am in a relationship, and I'm I want to be very clear here. I'm not talking about sex. Yes. Right. Sex is obviously an important, good part. But like, I'm touchy as hell. Once again, like, not even in a sexual way. It's just like. Rubbing shoulders, like rubbing your arm, rubbing your hair. I'm just a very, very touched. Like that's how I show my affection. I'm also Have like. How do you
1: expect it to be like received though? Like when you're being touched, is that you feel like you feel really loved?
0: Yeah, I guess I feel appreciated.
1: <laughs> um, you actually do feel appreciated. I'm yeah, telling that,
0: you, that makes me feel appreciated when, like, just like because to me. That is like a sign that somebody's actually or genuinely into you when they are like just randomly touching you. It's like, wow, this person is interested in me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's different for me.
0: Okay. Because if that's not everyone's love language, somebody could be trying to love me in a different way. And because that's not their love language, I'm viewing them as not showing me love.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the interesting thing. Like, I've met people who they're, they've, like, talked about being with someone whose love language was different than theirs, and it's just there was kind of this just disconnect because they both loved each other, but there was, you know, you don't, like, feel loved all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Lori says overly touchy.
0: So that's <laughs> from my ex. Yes. Says, oh, I, a good source. I would drive... <laughs> I would drive her nuts. And that's why it would be, it's important to me to find someone who likes touchiness because I, I can't help it. I mean, sorry, let me be clear. I can help it. And I don't violate people's boundaries. Um, But I mean, that's how I show my affection uh, when there's consent and I'm in a relationship.
1: Thank you. I think we all knew what you meant, but the, uh, distinction is, it is important. Um, yeah, that's funny. I I like being touched, but I don't think my love language is is physical touch because, I mean, let's be real, a lot of people want to touch me, so I don't necessarily feel loved if someone's touching me.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. well, okay. To, uh, on the flip side, I don't like being touched by random people. Like, I um, will actually jerk away when a certain hmm. man- touch me like even some family members when they go to put like this just happened the other day i saw a particular family member and she went like this and i immediately like grabbed her hand moved it off like i really yes like don't uh, uh, unless you're invited into that that like unless like ball. you
1: initiate or like you really feel really close with someone
0: yeah like you you have mm. to be close to me for f- to be touching me
1: yeah I don't mind it, um, but, it, yeah, it's not necessarily, like, an indication that I feel loved, like, you know, because, uh, I don't know, a lot of people just kind of want to smash, so I'm like, that's not really, I don't know, I feel close to some, like, you know, I like to hold hands, I like to smooch, I like to cuddle, I like to touch when I'm sitting, but I do really, really, really value my personal space, though, like, I... I don't know. I don't know if it's like a trauma thing, um, especially, I don't know, also when it comes to cuddling, like I'm a really bad cuddler. I can do it for like, a little bit. Yeah, I can do it for a little oh. bit. And then I'm just like, I really just wanna go to sleep. Like I, I think it's just cause I've, I'm used to sleeping. I, I, I've gotten used to sleeping alone for a really long time. Um, okay. I mean, I've been in a relationship for two years now. You'd think that would change. I still really do. Like, just before the stream, after I ate my big old sandwich, I did not want to stop cuddling Thomas. I was so comfy. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I love him. But then I think it's just when I'm really tired. It depends on my mood. It's just not – I don't know. I don't know. Um.
0: No, I get that. But I, I got to say, cu- yeah, cuddling, I love cuddling, dude. Now, I think, though, I suspect that um, right now I'm into it a bit more because it's kind of like I haven't really had that in quite some time. So now You're having that stars. again is like, oh, my God, it's all, yeah. Like, awesome. Yeah.
1: Huh. I like it when girls touch me more than I like guys touching me, I think.
0: Well, that's understandable because you have probably had to deal with men just touching you without consent.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It's like different when like a, like, even like a friend when they like reach out and like grab my arm or something. I just feel like, "Hmm," you know, I don't know. I like that. I think it just feels more genuine. When a girl does it. Guys, depending on the guy, it can feel kind of like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't like it as much.
0: I would also like to very carefully clarify that I don't just walk up to random people and touch them. I think people, I I hope everyone knew knew what I meant, that it's only people I'm like intimate with, but I don't walk around, uh, touching people just to be clear. I
1: don't know if you meet Ethan Michael, he he might try to give you a massage. Yeah. (laughs) I got something we said, like, that's just a callback to like one of the first episodes or something.
0: Um want to talk about your love language or have any questions for us or want to tell us about like a fun exciting date you've had call a number at the bottom of the screen 951-364-2430 we do try and keep it on topic but if it gets a little off topic that's okay
1: yeah yeah the overall theme sex love dating relationships also if you want want are curious what your love language is um there is a test you can take I'm sure there's a ton of tests you can take all over the interwebs. It's, uh, just the five love language tests or just what's what's my love language? You can like look through and read all of them and be like, yeah, that resonates with me. Um, and uh, I don't know if there's like a specific Dr. Gary Chapman one. I guess he's the person who developed it. Uh, but I think I need to take it again because I think I, I took it a long time ago and it was quality time. But I don't know. People grow and they change. So...
0: Right. No, that's true. Um, All right, next up, we've got receiving gifts.
1: Makes me feel awkward. Oh, shame! Thank you! I like gifts. I like getting free stuff. But, uh, yeah, I do feel loved. It depends on the gift and who it's from. If it's from a partner and it's really thoughtful, you know what? Now that I think about it, my mom for like holidays would go all out and just like really make sure that we felt special and she would get us gifts and they weren't always like big huge things or materialistic things it'd be something like thoughtful um i really like something like that i really really do i do feel very special because it's like when someone knows my interests enough to think of me and go do something and get something for me um, or see something that they that made them think of me and then, you know, surprise me with that. That does feel really, really nice. When a person I don't know as well is like, I got you something. I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. So it has to be someone I'm close with. Um, yeah.
0: Yes. Um, I honestly, when people get me gifts, the first thought in my head, and it sucks that it's like this, but it's just because of my upbringing. But when someone gets me a gift, it's what am I going to owe them? Like, now I'm in their debt. There's going to be help against me. And that's why, like, when it comes to gifts, I'm like, Ugh.
2: Hmm. Um,
0: You know, yeah. I- I'm also really bad at faking enjoyment, which sucks. I feel like a dick. But, like, if someone gets me You're a like, gift oh. that I don't care about, I'm thankful. But I can't pretend that I, like, like something that I don't.
1: An like, avocado.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought some things where I was just like, oh, thanks. <laughs> like <laughs> thank you. Like, oh, did, did what didn't you want this? And I'm like, no. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I did not want this.
1: Oh my god, my mom <laughs> can be like that. She's so funny. Well, she's so practical that like if you get her something, she'll be like, thank you so much. That was really I feel so bad, I don't feel bad. She's the one who's just a jerk. No, she's a wonderful woman, but she'd be like, I actually, I I won't find any use for this. If I could return it, is that okay? And I'll get something I really, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I only spend like an hour picking it out (laughs) because I never know what to get her. So normally I'm just like, I will take you to do something because you are so damn picky.
0: Okay. Sorry. I have to put this comment on screen. I am bad at gifts. Okay. But, uh, uh I am, I'm, am, but to be fair, I tried to do something romantic one time and I brought it to her work and it was apparently not romantic. It was stupid. She's made fun of me ever since for it.
1: Okay. But what was it?
0: I don't even remember. <laughs> I remember a little <laughs> you bit, it out. but it, Okay. It was supposed to be the thought that counts. I was trying to do something sweet, but it ended up looking like a apple with lines coming out of it. I don't know.
1: Did you make it?
0: I made it. Yes.
1: Ah! I love getting ugly. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I think receiving gifts might be my love language. Cause like, I don't know. I, I I'm realizing now that I love it when people, I don't, I, I think I've been hesitant to like identify with that one because I always think like, Oh, I want people to, I don't want people to buy me shit. No. Like when someone thinks of me and makes a gesture, like I did this for you and, and I'm not talking about acts of service. I'm talking about like receiving gifts. Like I wanted to treat you with this. That does feel really special. Even if it's just like, I'll buy you dinner. I love, I really like that
0: um secular rarity says yfna it sounds like you remember pretty well why not tell us exactly you know i don't remember it that well i i, I have the image in my head but i don't think i could accurately describe
1: you just made like a weird like contraption and we're like i made this for you <laughs> I had a guy who ended up being one of the worst uh, relationships of my life. Uh, But I'm still glad it happened because it was real. I learned a lot.
0: Uh, I'm still listening. I have to unplug my heater. Otherwise, I'm going to start sweating. It's going to be like, okay,
1: I hate you also. (laughs) Okay. Um, No, I had a guy hand make me um, like a bouquet of roses out of duct tape. um, Because he was like a sound engineer. He worked in tech for like a theater. And he was a lot of fun. Oh. It did not work out. Ethan, what the hell? He's falling apart.
0: You- <laughs> I, uh, I gotta fix my light.
3: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: Oh my god. Okay, Someone says, uh, hey, Hannah, you tired because you've been running through my mind?
3: Oh, so I, I pick think I'm on bandaid. Hang on.
1: Well, hit, hit, Band-Aid, uh-oh, that's not good. Um, if you're the reason I'm tired, uh, fuck you, because I'm exhausted and I'm tired of feeling this way. <laughs> Speaking of not practical, a duct tape sculpture. Yeah, someone made me a bouquet of roses out of duct tape, and I really, really, really like it. Um, oh, Ethan looks really sad. Did you hurt your kitty?
0: Uh, yeah, he was, like, like kind of doing his eye, so I think the thing, like kind of nipped like the side of his eye. Do you
1: need to, do you need to go take care of your baby?
0: No, no, he'll, he'll be fine now. He's, but you could see he was like, kind of like blinking.
1: He was like, oh shit, did a light fall on him?
0: Uh, I don't know because it all just kind of like, I tripped and it was just like I'm like, oh! and he was right there. So I don't exactly know what happened.
1: Get him a bandaid.
0: Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Sorry. For okay, so,
0: uh, apparently my gift was so bad that the whole office was making fun of me for it. You know, you sh- if it was that bad, you didn't have to show the whole office. No, saying. she
1: absolutely had to. That's amazing.
0: Oh. Anyways, I feel like I, w- I was listening to you and I was going to respond to something. And then I tripped and the light fell on me. So, um, What were you saying?
1: Uh, I was talking about how a guy I was seeing for a while made me like handmade a bouquet of roses out of duct tape. And that was honestly very, very sweet.
0: That is sweet.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, you didn't have to, I don't know. I felt really special. I really did. That's really sweet. Um, acts of service. How's that one go? Uh,
0: is that oh, I actually Give don't even look. know what access service is.
1: It's like when someone does something for you, like, oh hey, I I I clean I cleaned the kitchen, I did the dishes. When they do something without asking, kind of just to to take the the burden off of you, um, you know, like doing something that takes stress out of your day. Um, you know, I could click on it. Hold up my friends. I'm oh, it's too it long. Up. It's too long, guys. <laughs> You're going to have to just Google it. No, that's what this podcast is for. I'm here to educate you. My freaking college dropout ass. No, but that's basically it. It's like when someone does does you a favor, goes out of their way to do something for you to, to show their affection. Um, that, some people like some people likes that.
0: Particularly when it's like, their time they're giving. I mean, that is to me, very valuable. Um,
1: Yeah. (laughs) I like that. Uh, No, that one does make me feel a little bit guilty though. When like, when someone's like, Oh, Hey, I cleaned the kitchen. I'll be like, fuck. I should have done it. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel it makes me feel lazy. (laughs) I am pretty lazy, but I'm like, no, just be a piece of shit with me. So neither <laughs> of us have to feel bad about not doing anything, because neither of us did it.
0: Oh, that makes sense. If you're lazy, you want other people to be. I, I Yeah, I've been there. I get that.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, don't need enough to do that, because now I feel like I need to be productive. No, but it, I do appreciate it, though. Like, I, I recognize I think as I've gotten older and have practiced more self-love and just kind of done a lot of I don't know learning about people I've learned to recognize more ways that people love and accept them like when they're trying and and recognize them rather than being like oh you know I I mean I don't think you're at fault if if you need to be loved a certain way um in a relationship of course like that's that's your prerogative, like you can be as picky as you want and be like, I don't like the way that the way the person shows affection, whatever. But I can recognize when someone is genuinely doing something nice for me or genuinely showing up, they care. And, and I've gotten a lot better at accepting it. Um so that's not something I always was good at.
0: Um, Aunt Jer says, have you guys heard uh, of the amendments to the five love languages? There's apology languages and at least one other one i forgot what it is that's no. so
1: interesting
0: that uh new love languages does anyone know anything about that i'm uh curious give yeah, there-
1: us a call a- <laughs> uh, that's super interesting i've gotten a lot better at apologizing too
0: the sixth saw- love language distance I I don't know how accurate that's and why it matters so much.
1: Oh, like when someone like gives you that your space and and doesn't you know smother you. That's kind of nice.
0: Yeah. um huh,
1: But too much distance, I feel like would be like. Sorry, I'm putting my leg on the table. Sorry, Thomas. Uh, oh, I was just about to read Nightbot's a uh, chat out loud. <laughs> I'm like, oh, want to call the show? This person says. No, that's really interesting. Yeah, I feel like the thing about psychology is we're always learning more. You know, there, I, there's, there's more ways to love, of course. But I think these are probably the most typical. And like I said, if you, if you want to know, if you want to know yours, you can look it up. Uh, but it's it's kind of hard to know unless you've been in a relationship. A lot of people say like, look at the way your parents showed affection and love, and that's typically kind of how people grow to recognize that they're being loved is if people kind of mimic those kinds of behaviors. It's all our parents' fault, basically. Right. End of show, end of season.
3: Um, end
1: of everything. Y.
0: Pestis says, yes, the apology love language is very important to learn. If you want to give a meaningful apology, it has to be done in a meaningful way to them. Huh.
1: That's really interesting. Yeah.
0: And I would I say think, uh, John Wick. Yeah, that's pretty much a vengeance language.
1: Mm, I love vengeance.
0: I've lost my taste for it. I, I used to enjoy it and watching like people get what's coming to them, but I, I don't anymore. I just... Doesn't I don't know. matter? I'm, no. It, that's uh, wonderful.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I always try to remind myself, because I'm going to be real honest. I... <laughs> i i I love revenge i love grudges i love pettiness deep 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 listen deep 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 down my soul and i lock it away and i never let i never let it show but deep 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 down it's very very satisfying if you wronged me i'll never forget it i'm not gonna act like a bitch i'll never forget it but you know i kind of just wait because I always try to remind myself that if someone is as bad, I was just talking about this in the car with Thomas on the way to pick up our food, my freaking tuna burger. If someone is as bad as you think they are, they will get what's coming to them. They will make their own bed, dip their own grave, and get what's coming to them. If if they're not as bad as you think they are, then, then the problem's with you. Um, so. I try to remind myself that all the time when I'm feeling like bitter about something because I don't know, that's just, that's just the way it is, I guess. Um, if someone's shitty, typically shitty things happen to them. I'm not gonna go like, oh, karma and all that, but um, people make bad decisions, they treat people poorly. It usually bites them in the ass. So I try to just let things play out But at the same time, I'm like, I wish that I could just like plot and destroy everyone that deserves it in my mind.
0: Titan says, I now like Hannah 10 times more than before.
1: I know, everyone's- But- I'm secretly just full of rage. And like, I know my bubbly exterior may may trick you, but don't get it twisted. Don't mistake kindness for weakness, bitches.
0: I, I used to be quite vengeful too. Um, hmm. I don't know if it's the old age, but I just, I lost my taste for it. Like when something, like, is there in a emo, small emotional piece of me that gets satisfaction? Yes. because of I course. Just, but I don't, I try to su- suppress it, ignore it. Uh, it, because to me, vengeance is what, like, asexual said, um, is a waste of time and energy. Like, No,
1: and it really it, is.
0: Like, thinking... Al- uh, some. Ugh, how do I word this? Allowing somebody else to let me think negative or thinking negative because of someone else only hurts me. I want to be, like... I want to have positive thoughts, positive energy. And... If I allow that those emotions to dictate me, they just they, they bring you down so much. And it's such a right. burden, like uh such a lift of a burden when you just don't give a fuck when something like Ah, oh, this is so hard to No, worry. no,
1: you're right. When, when you waste your, your not... energy on someone, right. like it's it just gives it more power rather than I mean love and hate are two very intense emotions and both of them mean that it affects you the opposite of love is being indifferent not hating i mean yeah i think that hate is like a close cousin in a way and when you waste your time on hate i mean who's that benefit um
0: same with anger at times like oh, it if, feels good yes we anger does feel good and sometimes it's useful, but at times I think it's overused and anger. I'm not trying to get all star Wars or woo here, but anger does lead to hate. Like it's the more you sit on that. I I don't know how to describe this and I don't want to sound like one of those spiritual woo people because I'm not, but those emotions weigh down your mind and it's
1: very true.
0: It's just like this never-ending cycle that gets worse and worse. It degrades your mind, and then the worse your mind gets, the worse your body gets. Like, I want to be filled with like rainbows and sunshine.
1: I want to be you when I grow up, Ethan.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. You do not want to be me. Like this, I I don't wish this brain on anybody.
1: Oh my gosh, Titan, Uranus. I just realized how funny of a name that is. Uh- <laughs> Okay. Even though I've read that name a million times.
0: Yes. And I, I, it's funny. It took me like three months until I was like, Oh my God, Titan Uranus. I just got it. And he's like, seriously. I'm like, yeah, I didn't realize it the whole time.
1: Well, I'm kind of one of those people that like read like the first like couple letters and they're like, uh oh, Titan." and it says, you know, <laughs> Titan Uranus says, wait, where is it? Everyone has an inner demon. You have to have a relationship with them. Oh, where to go? Oh, it's on the screen. I was reading it in the chat. You have to have a relationship with them uh, or they find ways to sabotage you. Mine is a vengeful demon like Hannah's. He only, wait, he knows he only gets to come out and play when it's when it's like deserving. There's there's more to it. Uh, if it, uh, it, someone really deserves it, the rest of the time he's content to sit and wait as inevitably someone will do something unethical. That is exactly my mind. True. I am a wonderful friend to have. If you want if you i tell my best friend like if someone messes with her i go are you gonna let me off my leash for this one or is it fine
0: um sorry are, are you
1: no no i was, no, I was just that, that was that was like the hook line and sink. Oh. like I, like are you gonna let me off my leash or do you need my help or like you got this one see
0: my life really changed exponentially when I started like just letting shit go, like even beefs I had where I was just angry over shit that was done to me that most people in my life are like, why are you forgiving him for that? And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to let this shit weigh on me. And that has made a difference. Like these people have come around and later apologized to me for the way they've acted. Like it's, I stopped feeding into that shit and to me, it comes back in a positive way. And I think this channel is a glowing example of this, like of just by trying to pay things forward and work with people and build each other up rather than trying to find ways to tear each other down.
1: don't uh, belong here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're absolutely right. Like I I do, I do definitely agree with you. Um, I think we're... I typically don't let things bother me. Like if, if someone does shit to me, I mean, of course I, I react and I have, I have feelings. I'm a human. I don't like it. I don't like it when people are bad to me. Um, I'm way less forgiving if it happens to someone I care about. I think that's the difference that's with me.
0: Same. I'm really protective uh, over people yeah. to me. And I, I, I know sometimes it drives some of my friends nuts, but I can't like, once you get in this, like Ethan, bubble that close circle like it's like nope you're you're under my protection and I'm not going to let anything happen to you I'm the captain uh, uh spider the ateo thank you so much for the super sticker really appreciate it, um, what was
1: it? Oh, also, is it like a fox clan?
0: now's a great time to thank our patrons uh, I gotta update the list hang on one second there we go Cindy Plaza Kenneth Leonard Kathy Leto jump and shoot oz secular rarity Chianti and Fava Beans, I said it right this time. Philip Leach, Caitlin Beyond, uh Toast, Richard. I hope I'm saying it right this time. Jilliver, please correct me if I'm not. Uh, and Sunset Sarge. Uh, also, uh, Chianti and Fava Beans. I, I wish you the best. I know uh you've been having a tough time, and uh I hope better.
1: Yes, absolutely. Sending love. Um
0: oh, okay, this. Or the reason I'm pointing to this comment, uh, I just took a BDSM test, and it kind of ties into this. So
1: it kind of ties into it.
0: I'm going to be doing a video. I believe I do not know whether it's going to be released on YouTube or not. It's you not always
1: tell your surprises. Why?
0: Well, because this is kind of funny. I'm okay, 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 like, okay. I want because I have like obviously big expressions. So I'm going to do some Ethan Reacts videos and I want to do Ethan Reacts to BDSM toys.
1: Okay, when you come to Austin, why don't we go to a sex shop? You just got so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it has to happen. And we'll film it live.
0: I'll be sitting there. You just
1: turned so red.
0: Yes, I will be red the whole time.
1: I just took Thomas there for his birthday. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know if i can do that
1: oh come on it's not so bad everyone's so like it's so normalized there like i've never i get more embarrassed to ask for where to find the cheese at the grocery store than i uh, ask if i got the right dildo uh, you know like i don't know i i do have like a tiny bit of social anxiety. I have like a fear of getting screamed at in a grocery store for some crazy reason. Uh but I think I mean a good sex shop like they'll make you feel comfortable. You know, it's like nothing's I don't know. Nothing's weird there. What? I do try to give people space though. I don't try to browse like right next to them. I'm like, oh yeah look at that. I like if they see if I see like a couple like kind of looking at a shelf I'll kind of like give them some space. Because I know it's not comfortable for everyone
0: not going to lie, that would actually be funny stuff to like prank people with. Like just watching you go up and make people know we won't won't actually do this, but go up. If this was
1: like the 90s and we were doing a prank show, I would absolutely do it. But times have changed. I want to give people space. I don't want to make anyone feel shame, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just. I I don't like pranking people without consent. But um, yeah, I I mean, okay, I can't promise that I'll go but I will promise, I will try to go. You will um, think
1: about it and consider it. And I think you should, but if you're not comfortable with it and you're not ready, then don't go, but I'm just saying.
0: Well, uh, on on the flip side, this entire show is based on me doing things I'm not comfortable with talking about sex dating relationships. So, I mean, hey, that mine as well.
1: We've been keeping it pretty vanilla. I think when next week we talk about something a little freakier, give us some suggestions in the chat and we'll look them over. What we always like need suggestions. Cover? I don't we know. Also,
0: we also still need a closing tagline,
1: but I thought I just show my,
0: <laughs> that was a great one by the way. Um, we got a caller.
1: No call way in the last, just, just in the nick of time.
0: Yes, I know. Perfect. Um, can we get more phone-in episodes? Okay. So do, all my shows are basically phone-in. This is a phone-in show right now. Um, you can
1: call anytime.
0: Dating, relationship, sex. Although we are getting uh, close to the end of the broadcast. Um, so we'll probably take one. Big things, Bruce Wayne. How do you talk about it? Uh, I, how do I talk about what? Or how do we talk about what? What do you mean? Okay. Let's get our caller... Matthew you are on with Ethan and Hannah. Good to have you back. Is this
1: Matthew from last week?
0: It's Matthew from last week.
3: Hi Ethan. Hi Hannah.
0: Hi! uh, Matthew and I have since become Facebook friends. Nice. So how are you doing today?
3: (laughs) Matthew? Oh, hey, uh, hey, it cut out for a second. Oh, oh. How, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well. It's a good day. <laughs> oh, it was a good day. <laughs> it was.
0: Um.
3: Yeah, yeah, exciting day. Um, I kind of wanted to, and I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I've had this discussion with others about love languages, and I wanted to get your take on whether you can be better at expressing a love language but not be receptive to the same love language for example uh i i'd like to think and i really like getting gifts for other people but i hate getting gifts myself so
0: okay that's a good point because i i would agree like while i'm not necessarily a big gift giver i I, i'm very happy when i'm able to give someone a gift that they thoroughly enjoy um
1: You're talking about like when you feel loved a certain way, but it's not necessarily the same way you express it. Or or if someone expects love, hold on. How am I wording oh, this? I, think he,
0: I if I'm Matthew, if I may, um, having a yeah. love language you like to express that's different than you like to receive. Is that accurate?
3: Yes. That that pretty much sums it up. Um yeah. I mean, I have no idea what my love language is um, just because not enough experience. But um, like, I know I like to give gifts and I know that I don't like to receive them. Like, I'm awkward when I receive them. <laughs> that's that's, I think the that's example that comes to mind.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I don't know. I can relate to that. I don't see that as an issue because I definitely would prefer giving gifts than receiving them. I, I think it's really fun. Like on Christmas, I get way more excited about watching people open the presents than I am like o- opening them myself. So maybe that's normal. I don't know. I guess I guess I can just kind of relate to that. I'm not necessarily awkward. Um, so I can't I'm, I, I'm sorry, I can't relate to that part, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that's normal. But I mean, what even is normal? But I know that some, oh, go ahead, sorry. I know that there's a delay.
3: No. Uh, I, I'm, I was gonna ask, do you think it's as important to know where your strengths lie in terms of speaking a love language versus uh, hearing it for lack of a better word? Uh,
1: I'm not sure I understand the question. I'm sorry, Ethan, did you?
3: No, could you say that one more time? Um, Do you think it's um, as important to know what language you're good at communicating outward versus receiving? Um,
1: Oh, okay. I think both are important, especially if you're in a relationship, because I think both of you, I mean, it has to be, you know, equal give and take. I think it's very important for you to feel love and to give love. I mean, what is it? The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. That's like my favorite. It's like Nat King Cole's lyric, and I think that's very true. Um, And if you aren't feeling loved by someone who's supposed to love you, you can communicate that. If they don't listen, you can get the heck out of there. Or if you're not sure how someone wants to be loved, you can ask. And if you're not willing to give that, if it's something you're not good at, you can work on it or get the hell out of there.
0: <laughs> if there's one thing I have learned is it's best to just communicate as much as possible when possible. Um, you know, when you're feeling things you like, things you don't like. Um, I know for me, I would definitely want to be with somebody whose love languages were aligned with mine. Um, but what specifically about receiving gifts uh, don't you like?
3: Um, So when it comes to receiving gifts, I'm kind of always like, yeah, this is great and it's really nice that you did it. But I don't know if anything I say or do can really um, show my gratitude for it.
1: (laughs) Do you like worry that the other person isn't going to like know that you act like you're not you're worried you're not going to communicate that uh, effectively or uh, Properly that you really do appreciate that it's so you don't want the person to feel bad
3: Yes Okay, so, so
1: sweet
0: if You correct me if I'm wrong here then you are open and like receiving or sorry I haven't actually heard you say if you like or dislike receiving gifts if we had to take out how they perceive you out of the equation
3: uh, I Honestly don't care? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> That's I, funny. Like, it's a gift. I, I value the the um, sentiment more than the actual item. So Huh.
1: Okay, now that makes sense. I mean I'm just taking this
0: in. So, like, let me ask you this. How like, How for
3: example, oh please go ahead. For example, Ethan, that story where you made something, I think that was a great gift because you put in, like, time and effort into making something. (laughs) I don't care what it was, but someone, like, actually did something for me. Thank you. Actually, maybe it's more an act of service at that point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I agree. Even if someone made me something really stupid, I'm
0: like... Oh, they
1: really tried.
0: <laughs> right. I really did. It was a bad gift, but I, my head or heart was in the right place.
1: Yeah. I probably would have still made fun of you, but like, <laughs> appreci- like made sure that you knew. I appreciate the gesture, but this is fricking silly.
3: <laughs> well, I uh, love language between me and my brother. I show him, I love him by making fun of him.
1: Yeah, seriously. Uh, I don't know what category that would fall into. I don't know. Quality time. Cause you're, I don't know. It's like you're communicating and stuff, joking around with someone. I, I do love that. Yeah.
0: A couple quick, quick questions before we get to our last caller, because we are a uh, little bit over time. We have um, another caller. We do have another caller, do we have time to go over Hannah?
1: Oh yeah, I'm fine.
0: Okay. Um, how do you feel about physical touch, Matthew?
3: Um, romantically, I, it's it's a little embarrassing. I don't know.
0: Okay. I'm um, sorry. I shouldn't have put you I on am, the spot.
3: I am. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I just, I, I, people are going to think I'm stupid. <laughs> that's all. Um, like I am not experienced romantically. Um, I think I had my first kiss ever when I was, like, 25, 26.
1: Hey, you're not alone.
3: Oh, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. So uh, that way, I, I don't know. But I like getting and giving hugs. That's how I show up. I'm, I'm a hugger in my family. Ooh. Um,
0: okay, so you do somewhat like touch. So. Yeah. Um, oh, we did just get another caller. I apologize. We're not going to have time for that third caller because we are already over time. Um, but we are going to get to uh, one more. Um, Matthew, did you have any other questions?
3: No, thank, thank you for talking to me. Uh, thanks. I really like the show. Um, it's. I think the only one was actually calling too out of all of them. Oh my gosh, I feel honored,
1: and I'm glad to hear back from you. Um, I would recommend, uh, look up the love language test and and just read into it. It's really interesting, and it makes you kind of like, uh, view people a little bit differently when you realize like not everyone. It goes through life the same way. I mean, I think that's that's kind of obvious, but I I mean that in more like. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like everyone goes through life differently, but like in such an even deeper capacity that we don't even like recognize love the same way. You know, I just think that's interesting.
3: Yeah. I'll give it a look. Oh, well, crap. All right. Uh,
0: bye. Both callers dropped. They must have, uh, misunderstood me. Kianta and Fava beans. Let me see if I can. God won't well, let me call back. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, well, if right. you want to
1: call,
0: I should have worded that more clearly. A third line came in. I was only referring to the third line, not the second line. I apologize, uh, Chianti. We were uh, about to get to you. Um,
1: it's all your fault, Ethan. All
0: my fault. Totally my fault.
1: No, it's fine. Guess what I'm doing tomorrow oh, morning?
0: There we go. There, uh, Chianti and Fava Beans is back. Okay.
2: Guess uh, so. Hey, yeah,
0: hi. Yeah, hey, you're on with Hannah and hey.
3: Ethan.
2: Hi, hey, Ethan. Hi, Hannah. How are you? Hello. Um, yeah, not too bad. I'm chilling. It's four o'clock in the morning here. Oh my
1: gosh, <laughs> thanks for watching.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, well, you know, you're, you're good guys. I, I watch. I watched nice people, so. Um, Thank you. So, um, my my story. Then uh, we were talking about the vengeance thing. <laughs> so, vengeance doesn't always have to be um, dark. It doesn't have to be come from a bad place. Vengeance can sometimes can be, in my experience, can just be closure.
1: Interesting. Or justice, maybe?
2: Yeah. So my story, if I, if you can indulge me for a minute. Um, I'd love to. My story was basically, I was with a guy for many, many years. And um, very, very abusive. And uh, one of the things that he used to do was Well, one of the things he used to do was he used to like to tie me up in a room, lock the room, and leave me completely isolated for sometimes days.
1: Oh my god!
2: Uh, yeah, it was a thing.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to react so like dramatically. It's just like I'm sorry.
2: No, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I mean, it was six years ago. Um, I moved to where I'm living now because I I finally got away from him in the back of a friend's car and I bombed down and I stayed with a friend in London and then I moved to where I live now in Brighton in England. Um, Anyway, my vengeance was after a couple of years I was able to... uh, hire a storage van. Um, I don't drive myself, but I had some friends who do drive. And we drove back up there and we reclaimed everything I owned because how I left, I wasn't able to take get all my stuff and take it with me. Um, and we drove up to his driveway. We informed the, the local police in advance to make them aware we were going up there to reclaim my belongings, just in case anything kicked off. Thankfully, nothing did. But we bombed up into his driveway with "The Winner Takes It All" by Abba blaring out the uh, on out the, the window. Amazing choice. To make sure every all his neighbours in his cul de sac could hear it, "The Winner Takes It All" blaring out. And um, I was all smiles and loveliness. We just. You know just went in there grabbed my stuff drove off and gave him the middle finger out the car window on the way out that's that beautiful amazing. that was my closure. i am so
0: glad you got your stuff back and may may, may i ask how it felt to be able to reclaim
2: that <laughs> so cathartic what'd so you cathartic. say um Sorry, carry on
1: Hannah, you were saying? Oh, no, no, no. Ethan said, how did that feel? And then you said something, but I missed it.
0: He said, so cathartic. Cathartic, so like, oh, okay. Psychological relief.
1: Yes, yes, ah, oh, what a beautiful story. I feel like that needs to be like a scene in a movie, especially with ABBA playing,
0: ah. Oh. That actually would be I'd, a I'd, really good I'd, movie I wanted to
2: do it in the campus, campest way possible just say you have not defeated me i am my life i am happy you have not destroyed me because he spent five years just trying to drag me down and break me and i just wanted to show him you have not beaten you did not beat me
1: i'm proud of you
2: thank you
0: Uh, Okay. So I, this is actually, let me ask you this, uh, Some people find that I have recently learned, uh, like I have a friend where if I say I'm proud of him, he finds it disrespectful. So, and I've met a few people now like that. So I'm reluctant to say I'm proud of you. How do you feel about that?
2: Are we, in what, sorry, Ethan, what context are we talking about here? Yeah, are we like talking this-
0: about ah.
2: abuse or?
0: No, no, no. If we both said right now, we're proud of you for going and reclaiming your stuff back. That's awesome. Do you take that as a compliment or would that be a negative?
2: Uh, I'd take it as a compliment. Okay. That'd... Do you mean as, do you mean as a gay guy or something or? No,
0: no. Okay. <sighs> I-, I might be confusing a bit. Um, basically, my friend uh, thinks at no point can somebody say I'm proud of you because he thinks that phrase in general is disrespectful. So that's so interesting. Told me that I'm reluctant to say that phrase to anybody else.
1: Are you saying it because you're proud of Chianti?
2: I am proud of Chianti.
0: <laughs> As you said, Hannah. That uh, should yeah, be I,
2: me. I I just had to double check because obviously the word. Pride uh, means is quite loaded within the gay community. So I was, you're not gay, but obviously I am. So I was just double checking the context. Um, I think that, I, I think that your friend, if he finds it offensive, then I would respect that. I personally don't find it offensive. I think I took that compliment and I appreciate it. um, I can't speak for your friend. I've I'd, I'd right. never spoken to him before. Uh, but obviously, I would say in general, that's not something that I've ever heard of.
0: Okay, well that's then, I'm me. glad uh, I'm with Hannah, and I'm proud of you. And it's, I, I, you know, it's you. remarkable and sad how many abusive relationships are out there. I mean, just in the past week, I've had a few friends reach out to me, uh, one earlier today, sends me a picture and it's just like i just i want to tell all of these people that you deserve better somebody who loves you will not physically and mentally abuse you like nobody deserves to be treated like that
1: the takes mm. it
2: all. Uh, well, no, no one deserves it but um there's something i i would like to say before you know, we we draw this to a close because I'm aware that you know you guys want to go off and do your stuff. Is that abuse? People frame domestic abuse a lot in terms of it's always a man against a woman, and it a lot of the time it is, and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. What I would like to say is that same sex domestic abuse or, and female against male domestic abuse in relationships is a lot more common than you realize, than anyone yes. realizes, really. Um, so here in the UK, we have, an, uh, we have a magazine, a gay lifestyle magazine called Attitude. And one of the things it does every year is does a survey of its community, of the gay community. And uh, 90% of gay men have been in abusive, same-sex domestic abusive relationships. And if I recall, 70% of lesbian couples, lesbian women, have been in uh, abusive relationships. Over 90% of trans people have been in abusive relationships. And the unreported statistic for straight men is over 25% of straight men have been in abusive relationships where they were the victim. It's got to be more. You I, I know. knew
0: it was high for the trans community. I did not know it was that high for uh, um... Like, gay men, like, honestly and sadly, I I didn't, I I have been very narrow-minded in that sense. Like, when I think of abusive relationships, in my head, I still classically think of a a man abusing a woman. And that's something I'm working on. And I have to, like, remove that from my brain because it is, it's happening everywhere in all types of relationships. Mm
1: -mm. No, I'm a I think, I don't know what, what the verbiage is for this, the recovered abuser.
3: So. Oh,
0: Oh, Kianti got disconnected. Oh no. Ah. Either way.
3: uh,
0: So awesome that you did that. And honestly, I have it pictured in my head right now. Like I have music playing in my head and I am picturing you driving away with your stuff and it would be, uh, great to have been able to see it. so i'm really i wish
1: happy. we could like play that in our like exit music Just,
0: yes but we're not yeah, so um also Keonti is uh one of the patrons i measured mentioned, met, 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 mentioned earlier so thank you
1: what a wonderful story that really like mm,
0: it for all the
1: abuse part not really freaking sucks
0: yeah it's it's terrible <sighs> are in an abusive relationship just know there there is help out there um mm-hmm. one of the and lessons if you are
1: abusing I, someone there's help out there and stop immediately please
0: yeah like stop it's harmful <laughs> um, like
1: stop no i've been on both i mean i'm like just now kind of becoming comfortable talking about it but i've been on both sides of of the coin so maybe i can do an episode on that i'd like to
0: you know um, what, I, I, Holly Kool-Aid, If you do an episode on abuse uh, and want me to call in, I'm happy to talk about it. You know what? Have him sit
1: next to me. <laughs> I,
0: would say I would love to do an, uh, an episode on abuse, and we should totally, uh, definitely welcome on. Um, and that would holy, be a very difficult
1: holy. one. I've got really weird insight about it because um, that is what led me to uh, start like actually taking my mental health seriously because I was the abuser and I can go more into that maybe next week if we decide that's enough time to prepare
0: I mean I would love to do uh that episode next week let me know if you think it's enough oh man that's a tough one though yeah, let me, well, let me yeah about upcoming. About, um yeah just to make sure because I really want to make sure if we're going to cover it. We cover it as responsibly as possible because we will have to have trigger warnings. Um, and as, said, um, yeah, talking about personal trauma can trigger other people. And that's why it's important to yeah. give trigger warnings before you talk about something, because you never know when it hits uh, close, to, close to home for somebody else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. Um, yeah you guys can look forward to that in the future and we'll give you plenty of uh notice so you know if that's an, an episode you'd like to avoid but um I really really love everyone who tunes in uh every week and when I see your names in the comments that I recognize, it makes me feel really happy
0: it does it's it's really cool that people watch our watch our show like it's awesome mm. And I'm going to get to see you and Thomas in a month. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to shut up about that because I'm so excited, dude.
1: I'm getting my COVID, uh, my first uh, round of the vaccine tomorrow.
0: Ooh. Right Let me know now. how your Fauci ouchie is.
1: My Fauci ouchie. Yeah. So I'll be vaccinated before you see me.
0: You'll be good. You'll be good by Thursday, right?
1: Well... <laughs> In person. Oh, oh yeah. like side effects or whatever. Yeah. I'm enough. getting the, I don't know, what's it called? <laughs> Moderna. Moderna?
0: Moderna. Modelo.
1: No, I heard that people feel pretty good about that. So, or like, you know, nothing bad's happening.
0: Is is there a two to that one or is it one, one only one?
1: Uh, two. It's the Johnson and Johnson one is the one and done.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Well, well
1: guys, stay healthy. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I really um, just, I appreciate people who call in and comment um, and are so like vulnerable with me and Ethan. Thank you for trusting us and talking with us.
0: Yeah. It, um, it, it means a lot that people will are willing to open up to us and share their stories and take times out of their, out of their day, I'm sorry. I'm smiling. It's because of what Holy Kool-Aid just said. Yeah. Um, Modelo vaccine. I'll take six. Thank you.
1: I deal with him all day. Uh, <laughs>
0: uh, and, and, and yes, that that cereal. I don't know what that person was doing, but whatever. Um, also, <clears throat> for those who don't know, every Sunday I host a show on mental health with uh, Jenna Belk. It's at 11 a.m. Every Thursday I'm here with Hannah Vaughn, and then every Tuesday is The Perspective. It's a weekly call-in show where we tackle supernatural and paranormal claims, belief in aliens, conspiracy theories, uh, even extreme political beliefs. Um, You know, recently we had an anti-masker, we had somebody who uh, essentially white persecution complex type of situation, Um, but this coming Tuesday, making his first ever appearance on The Perspective. Eric Murphy. I cannot believe <gasps> it. I know. It's going to be hey, awesome. Man. And then the week after that is Holy Kool-Aid. Like two oh. awesome things row.
1: So famous.
0: Hell yeah. So anyways, Hannah, do you have anything else going on? I oh,
1: am oh. going to be on with Neil, 604 Atheist, on April 10th. And let me check the time because I forgot to prepare again. It's going to be... 7 p.m. Central
0: Standard Time. Speaking of which, I gotta send him a message and I gotta see if I can hold a few spots for your after party. Cause you know that you, there's the after party that's a part of it, right?
1: What do you have to RSVP?
0: No, the after, do you know what the after party is? I
1: know there's like an after party, but like what do you have to hold spots?
0: Well, yeah, because random people will come in and the, you are, uh, you know, Hannah. I want to be there to support you. So I want to send a message and make sure we have room for our YFNA family. So you're on screen, you know, and are comfortable with. Thank you.
1: I appreciate that. Well, hey, I'll see everyone next week. I'm going to get to sleep because I got to drive about two and a half hours to get my vaccine tomorrow. Ethan, it's been a blast as always.
0: It has. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Like and subscribe uh, and have a good night. Bye bye.